Welcome everyone. This is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my show, Surviving Your Journey Towards Success. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is September the 28th, 2020. This is my fourth season, so I'm very excited. I hope you are too joining back with me for another year. And if you're new, just tuning in, thank you so much for taking your time to listen to my podcast show. And it aims to motivate you to think of proactive things that get you in the mood and the awareness that not only that you are worthy, but is worthy to be in a positive mindset that you want to vibrate on that and give that to someone else, either with a smile or with a new way of doing things that will bring you mental peace. As I always mention on my Twitter page is, you know, you want to aim and choose to have joy in your heart and joyfulness in your spirit and to always aim for mental peace. Because <laughs> without mental peace, it's really is a not a bright day. So in this particular episode, episode 89, today I'm going to talk about the top four reasons why some work teams do not perform successfully. Now I know in my first premiere show coming back here in 2020, own that was on September the September the 14th <laughs> and I focus on you know how to create fantastic motivating work teams the top three and now I'm going to kind of I'm going to <laughs> um, elaborate more in the sense of more focusing on regarding why they don't actually perform successfully right because you have a motivating team they're motivated uh, they are encouraged they're willing to do it but why they don't actually perform successfully why do teams do that so we're going to kind of peel back the banana peel on that <laughs> and get into that all right so let me go ahead and start my show like I always do again this is episode 89 and I like to say in my opening that in this day I am thankful to the prime creator of all things that I give thanks for this blessing and opportunity that I will use it for the greater good. So welcome my survivors of the journey to my podcast show that aims to inspire you and motivate that you will continue to have joy, peacefulness of mind, and I got to go back. You have to have joyfulness and for your sustained success. So let's get into this. So the top four reasons why some work teams do not perform successfully. Before I name the top four, I like to go through my segments where I talk about the what, the who, the why, my main point, the important point, the wisdom point that I like to hone on from the most important point for you to know. And then I talk about the why, the who, the what, and then I get into my strategies to succeed, which basically reinforce the main theme topic of my show. But before I get into that, I do need to go over some announcements, which I have quite a bit since I'm coming back from my summer break. And if you've been joining, just joining me, just to let you know to recap, my shows are released on Mondays by 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And I decided for the last two years to start doing, instead of weekly, do a bi-weekly release. And it's always on Mondays. So let's get to my announcement. If you haven't already heard, I'm going to let you know. My website, NichelleAnderson.com, got a reboot. Please go check out my website. I'm making it more easier for people to find the things that I do besides my podcast, which is definitely classes, courses, free webinars, and my collection that I release in 2020, starting in my new season, where I'm releasing what I'm calling It's a New Day. I had posted about a few years ago this tree and just kind of really resonated with a lot of people and overall the message is that yet we should just take a moment to realize it's a new day it's a new beginning yesterday is yesterday 
And today is a new opportunity that you can not only start over or continue on on your mission and your purpose. That's basically what the treat was about. And it's a collection now. It's a new day where I'm kicking off or I kicked off, I should say, motivational type journal. You can get that on my website. You will see journal at the top. You'll click that and it'll take you right to all the journals that I have and particularly the one that I release. It also It is also available on Amazon. So you can just type in It's a New Day, type my first and last name, Michelle Anderson. I'm publishing that under Nichelle Anderson Designs, but definitely go check that out. It has an option that you can do the Kindle or you can actually do the paper book, paperback. And the paperback is a little bit more. That's how Amazon was pricing it because it's basically in color. Um, if you can say that most of the images are pretty much color, but nonetheless, basically what that is, just to kind of give you an insight on that, it's a journal where I'm taking you through a whole month. I give you 31 days and I'm giving you these prompts to focus on and think about when you start your day, because I think how you start your day is as well how you choose to end the day, or at least how you choose to respond to how the day rents, because some how the day went, <laughs> because sometimes you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, but somebody else is not, and they're trying to take away your joyfulness and your peace of, of mind. And how can you regroup and come back? And I think if you're suffering from depression or anxiety, it really will help, because I think when we go through those cycles or we go through that moment of time where we're not really on full ground on solid ground we need an anchor and not to kind of plug this out but I am releasing a jewelry collection which I think motivational not only because I love jewelry but a message an inspirational motivational type message that's going to be another collection but it's basically talking about having an anchor either an anchor of a best friend anchor of your faith anchor of something what you believe in and right now I am releasing that and check it out it is on my website michelleanderson.com and you can go to um, top USC my merchandise shop and you can check out that beautiful message that you can give to a good friend or even to yourself and it's just a message of showing how the people in our lives or even what you believe in is the anchor that you focus on at the end of the day all right so definitely go to my website and check that out I also release I mentioned when I came back to my um, season my travel flight record because I do have listeners that work in corporate America have their own business or just people that for the personal aspect that I talk about at my show so you can survive your journey of your life and with everything going around in the whole world and so forth <laughs> you need to get organized it's very hectic and it changes a lot so my experience of working in different industries definitely and also traveling it does for the mindset and what I hear as well what they go through it's a perfect time to get organized and this is where for those that fly a lot and the travel flight record is also available on my website and you underneath my journals that you can purchase as well as Amazon and Etsy I also have an Etsy uh, shop and I'm going to link that in the bottom of this episode description. But basically what that is, it's a notebook and it's old school, but I think old school sometimes is the best school <laughs> because you know you get it done. And sometimes with the mobile devices, not to say that is not what it is, but sometimes it's better just to write things down. But nonetheless, what it is, give you the main points to write down different aspects of your flight record. That could be your 
your trip ID, if it's online, it could be your record locator, but more importantly, your ticket number. When you have your ticket number, I'm telling you that is the lifeline because sometimes the companies that you book that you booked your flight from or what have you don't have that access to that data for whatever reason or it's not compatible you know it's just changes happen when you call in and you can't really get them to pull it up or find the fair rules so definitely take that out like I said you, you can get it at those particular places that I mentioned the links would be in my description as well but I thought of a way that I can help it came up with a good idea and plus it's very you know, good and when you need it. And so go ahead and check that out. That's part of my journey, proactive traveler collection. <laughs> because I think on your journey when you doing different things and you own your journey and if it's a venture or not, you know, you need to keep organized. So right now it's regarding air. I am thinking of doing another for like hotel, but it's just to keep you engaged, proactive and knowing what's going on with your life. All right, so that's that. And I am giving away some free bookmarks. They're gonna be a seven day type thing. Right now it's underneath, like I said, it's a new day collection. And it's motivational as well. Each day a quote for you to be able to think of and elaborate. And you can use it, of course. It is downloadable. And again, that information would be in the description. Go ahead and move forward. We're gonna start this wonderful <laughs> podcast, all right? Let's get started. Talk about the most important point of today, which is why some work teams do not perform successfully. And my important point getting to this segment is my important point number one is that it's because of the lack of resources and communication that hones on responsibility that often restricts the true root to the issue. And what do I mean by that? Moving to my wisdom point is that when what we need is not available, we are not fully equipped to being able to accomplishing what we need to do. So my opening show for my season four, I talked about creating these fantastic, motivating teams. I mean, you, they, they do exist. I know if I have some listeners, they're saying, well, I work in an environment and it doesn't. <laughs> That's because it's toxic. And I have a podcast, several podcasts on that. But I'm talking about where you just have to get into the grain and knowing each employee, each worker, each team member, and you can be able to find how you can fine tune it. That's basically what my episode was back in September of 14th, September the 14th, two weeks ago, my premiere show. Now you have the fantastic motivating team. But guess what? You're looking at the results. Or you're looking at the matrix. You're looking at the goals and it's not being met. Well, going back to my important point, number one is the lack of resource and communication. Wisdom point two. Recap that. When what you need is not available or the equipment or the tools is not what you need, it hinders the overall accomplishment goals. All right. So why is this so? Moving on to that. Let's just, let's just kind of imagine you trying to fix a car with a straw and a bent screwdriver. You're trying to, trying to change it, you know, <laughs> And it doesn't work. Well, it's the same way we have companies that they have to invest in the infrastructure in the organization. It can't go all to say it's profits and it's choice bonuses and it's choice that. It has to go back into the infrastructure in order for their work teams to soar to new heights of efficiency. Who are we talking about? All right. So let's talk on that. It's basically the organizations that invest in the interior marketing of the brand of the company too much. And to certain individuals, they get a whole bunch of that pie and then a little bit is left for the infrastructure and the systems and the resources and so forth, the training, all that is lacking. That's what we're talking about. So instead of internal investment for the systems that operate so you can, mo so you can continue the motivation of that team, 
right? And the efficiency that would be produced from that, it lacks, right? So instead of, like I mentioned, the internal overall systems being invested and operated by the team to work in their full capacity, right? It hinders everything, okay? So it hinders in a way for their lack of understanding the systems and that falls into training. There's no investment in training. B, okay, that was A. And then B, um, the process of the commands in a way that's not proficient. And that kind of lacks on training also um, furthers on to communication, okay? Lastly, C, equipment, the technology um, that produces not a positive feeling. It could be where you can do certain tasks, but not all tasks. If you do certain tasks, they eliminate basically just confusion, right? It's not, you're trying to, let's say they have like a, for example, you in a you in a car race, um, going to one of these um, professional um, track races. You know what I'm saying? When uh, you need to bring something to the table and you're not bringing what you need to be able to accomplish at the table with the rest of everybody else. Everybody else is on 2023 type technology and you're coming in about, I don't know, 2000 maybe maybe 1880 you know 1980 I don't know it doesn't really operate on the full capacity so those are just the segment I'm mentioning about who are we talking about we're talking about those organizations just to recap that provide the system and the resources but the team doesn't really understand the system and how it works or the system itself don't know why you asking me to command to do these commands when it's not in my programming to do it because it was saving the company money B, processing the commands in a way that are proficient. Actually, it lacks that. So the process itself, along with the system, maybe you have to do 40 steps to be able to get to the actual outcome. Meanwhile, that's impacting the customer. C, the equipment and technologies, again, like I said, is outdated. So what are some triggers to know, right, how an organization is not providing the needed element in order for the work teams to perform in a proficient and, you know, be successful, all right? You will know when your customer feedback comes in and your number one rate time is, is the process of that is just too, is just too much, right? It's too long. Or two, processing, the processing time overall for the actual employee to complete is frustrating. It's high stress. You do not want a high stress employee. It triggers down. They're not happy. Like I say, they're stressed out. They don't want to come to work. Don't want to do the work because it's like trying to push you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a steamboat up a mountain. And then also, lastly, it's a lot of mistakes. Okay. It's a lot of mistakes where you're constantly reimbursing the customer to the point that the cost of quality control is through the roof. So then you know that something is wrong, that the, the lack of resources and the tools are not up to par. Right. So let's move on to the strategy to succeed. We're here at the top overall four reasons. I kind of in my show, I like to get to the root. That's where I go through the whole stopping at starting at the top. I give my important point. Then I talk about my wisdom point. And then I talk about the why, the who, the what. And then I get to right into the nit and gritty of it. The strategy to succeed by providing you how you can get through this to the success that you succeed on this journey. So the top four reasons why some work teams do not perform successfully and how and what are the what are the strategies to succeed to fix it is one, systems are just outdated. Let's just put it out there. Let's point to the elephant in the, in the corner, drinking some tea, all right? Some good summer tea, fall tea, whatever. He's drinking some good tea and we need to call it out. And we need to be able to understand that the lackluster of that impacts teams to perform effectively to serve the greatest experience for the customer because it's taking longer 
or is making more mistakes. So the strategy to succeed is to be honest about it. And we have to stop cutting corners. We have to stop outsourcing too much to the point about the time we actually look at everything is costing us more and it's costing the customer to look at the that particular uh, company in a way that this is not what I want to spend my money on or my time. So we have to set a time limit if we want to modify what we really didn't invest in 100% of because we was trying to cut so we can get this and get that. And we have to look at that and set a time. If we can't modify it to fix it, we have to get rid of it and move on. It's that simple. It's like you have to pull up the anchor because this is, you know, we've got all the fish we can get. There's none. It's time to move on, right? So number two is when the lack of a reoccurring investment lacks to borrow a sufficiency. And what that means is you have to invest, invest, invest. You invest into the good employees that you have. You invest um, in the part of the process. Processes to me constantly, every, if it's not every month, it's like every three weeks to a month or so. You have to constantly, in some, in some organization, you have to do it constantly. Like, you know, you have to do it more often than that, like weekly. <laughs> just constantly checking to make sure, or just in a way, you're making sure that everything is up to par, that the funnels, that the, that the reaction, getting a live reaction from the customer, interacting with the employees helps you to know that the flow of the investment of having up up-to-date resources helps the customer and you and the employee to be able to produce and perform, right? For example, if we're talking about the whole flow of when the call comes in or the whole flow when the customer actually reaches out to the employee, do we have the staff that can be able to pull up the information in a timely manner and it's in a way that you employee can analyze and answer the customer question. If they can't, then that's a problem. Number three, training. I'm gonna say that again. Training is always the missing honey in the tea. <laughs> okay, even the elevator was like, what is this? It's no sugar. You know, training is the sugar because everybody, a good, you would know a good employee. You know, you wanna know, I need to do a podcast on that. How can you tell it's a good employee? I think I probably did kind of reword the title, but I need to come back at it and really get to the, the heart of that. How you know you have a good employee is when all they're asking for is good training. And I know somebody somewhere just heard that and said, hallelujah. She tapped on it. Yes. Training. I'm not saying no five minutes. I'm not saying you're going to drop something on me. Here's an email. Read that. We'll be back. And you're going live for a customer to be able to, you know, interact with you. Training. Right. I'm just going to say that again and we're going to pause and pray. I don't know what happened the last decade or so where companies are just saying, you know what? We don't need training. Let's just keep training. I'm going to let that sit for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Retraining will help. And some companies, they do do that and whatever, but it's not enough or it's not sufficient. It's like an hour, two hours a day, maybe a week if you're lucky. But we got to get to the root of that. And that helps the performance to really perform successfully. Because when you have, it's just really read the customer feedback. When they call in, they always prefer an employee that knows and thorough and detailed, that know it in and out. You know how an employee knows in and out? They, have, they got trained well. The overall process is not too confusing when they need to process things and move forward they know where to go to avoid where sometimes the system is it is what it is sometimes it takes long to load no they know what to do and they keep it moving that's what you need that's the type of person that you need and that's what i'm talking about all right so that's number three number four is the knowledge base that goes hand in hand with the training you have to have really a 
designated person. And this can go into my previous segment two weeks ago is where assigning someone a leadership role that's over a certain project, having someone being over your knowledge base to keep it up to date, um, to make sure it's flowing right, to make sure people understand it. Because when you live and you're interacting with the customer, you don't have time to kind of second guess if this is what it's meant or they go look for something that someone removed it and it's no longer there and you're trying to handle this situation with the customer and the knowledge base is gone. Now, let's say you work at an auto automobile place and repair place and you're like, well, that's basically hones and you need to know everything. But I'm pretty sure somehow, some way, it's a process. You got to do this, this, and this. It'd be nice to write it down. That'll save on, you see where I'm going? That could be destined to somebody to do. Because yes, on an automobile place, it's mainly they're working on the car or what have you. But sometimes somebody got to come in and help out when they're busy. And everybody's lined up to get service to go in there and do some administrative work. That's it. So that's what I'm trying to say, that the knowledge base can be at any place, not just a sit down office job, but any type of environment that all the processes, right, all the expectations and what needs to be done and where you can get it, how you can fix it is doable and it's performed in a procedural way. And when you like that, you like the overall performance of everybody being in the know. And I'm going backwards now. So we're touching on the training, right? And then with that, it shows the lack of investment when the customer's calling in or the customer's interacting with it. The funnel of the process, everybody is not on par because the technology is either not understood, I said that earlier, or not in a way that it can benefit the customer or the employee to feel that they could do it. So let's move on to my segment now, your task to dust to dawn, is that you got to pick one of the four that I mentioned above to completion, right? If you want to get an A, add two. And I'm looking, I'm winking at training and I'm, I'm looking at the knowledge base. Well, heck, I'm looking at all of them. The system's got to be updated. So you got to remember that your team performance output, when we are looking at the streams of how to put this in, in play, is depends on the resources and the supportive systems to accomplish the goal. That's how you can create an effective team. And everything else with what I have mentioned before in my previous podcast episodes and my books relating to individual personality, that they have to do this and how you can become a leader, you know, right? My prestige leadership that I like to say in my previous podcast and continue to say it, it's still valid. But once you get all of that in play and you're where you need to be, it always comes back then to how the work is being processed what are the process steps what's the operational process steps definitely what are the systems that we're working with which are the tools and all of that is wrapped up in a big bow of what training <laughs> i don't know why companies like yeah let's just do this let's just cut back this and we can put this money over here and we'll be you know we'll have a big old party no training mm-mm that's the role Royce of all the heart of the company because I would love to call a place or whatever or deal with another business and they on their game. They know what the heck they doing. They know the system. They know this. They know deals. They know all of that. And then the opposite of that, they're scratching their head. They don't know. We're waiting. The system's still circling around doing the dance. Training. So my motivational takeaway for you is invest in training. <laughs> And invest in the best, the best. It is 2020. Invest in a system from start to finish. Get a CMS. All right. Control management system, whatever you want to call it. ERP, get it. And be a leader in your industry. So your motivation to take away is when we utilize the very best in what we need to succeed, then we reach for a peaceful and more productive outcome. The synergy of something pro-intuitive creates less stress for the employee, team member, 
find the customer that reinforces the brand message. So you get it and you get it done. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have a good, good, good remaining of your day. Don't forget to go ahead and check out my new website. It launched two weeks ago. I relaunched it. NichelleAnderson.com. You got my logo there. You got my brand. Sign up for a future free webinar. Go ahead and look at um, in my description where I'm giving away free bookmarks, how you could do that. Go ahead and check out my new journals and my collection, right? You can get on Amazon and so forth. And I do appreciate you and thank you for joining me. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and you have a very successful day. Thank you.